0: Here's Spike and Otis, our Bay Bridge spokesbirds. Now what are you doing, Spike? Checking on best times across the Bay Bridge on my horoscope, Otis. Sometimes I check nothing and just wing it. <laughs> Checking nothing sounds like Spike stuck in traffic. Tell him how to really check, lady. Avoid Bay Bridge backups with 24-7 traffic updates at one eight seven seven baseband That's 1-877-229-7726 or baybridge.com. Now that's how to check. Because timing is everything.
1: Happy Wednesday, March 29th, 2023, and this is five minute daily devotionals with religionless Christianity. Today, we're gonna to be looking for the final time at Luke chapter 21, verse one through four, and the story of the poor widow. And it reads, Jesus looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into the offering box. And he saw a poor widow put in two small copper coins. And he said, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all of them, for they all contributed out of their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, put in all she had to live on. So far this week, we have looked at this story from the angle of the poor widow and her faith, which is the main point of the passage. We've also looked at it from the perspective of the rich in this story. Today, for our final look at this passage, we want to refocus our attentions on the poor widow. In this story, Jesus makes clear that the woman has shown great faith in giving the last of what she had as an offering. What Jesus doesn't mention is anything about what happens after this woman gives her last. There's no mention of God meeting her earthly needs, no mention of repayment or substantial blessing. He doesn't say that the windows of heaven were open to her and she was lavished with all she needed. No, he simply commends her faith. You know, we live in a time of widespread prosperity gospel preaching. Many of the most prominent names in Christianity will preach some form of a prosperity gospel. I've even heard someone, and I don't know who it was, but I know it was under the Andrew Womack Ministries, He claimed that the gospel is a message of prosperity. In verses like Malachi 3.10, Philippians 4.19, 2 Corinthians 9.6, they're all used to proclaim this message that God will reward, usually in earthly ways, those who give generously. So why no mention of that here? This woman is commended and used as an example of great faith by God. Yet no mention is made of him going over to provide her with an earthly or monetary blessing. And I would say, that's because we don't get to decide how God blesses those whom he blesses. All those verses we mentioned are true promises of God that we can hold on to and be confident in. What we need to be careful of, though, is predetermining how God ought to bless us. We are short-sighted and focused on the here and now, God is eternal and has plans for you that you can't possibly understand. And in fact, if we could actually contemplate eternity in heaven, actually see the kingdom of God, we would all be asking to put off our promised rewards until we could reclaim them there, where moth and rust won't destroy.
0: And Jesus said, we will always have the poor among us. We should be caring for those in the church who we see being faithful to the Lord. We have a lot of instruction in the New Testament to care for widows. First Timothy chapter five, verses three through 16 says a lot. It says, honor widows who are truly widows. But if a widow has children or grandchildren, let them first learn to show godliness to their own household and to make some return to their parents. Let a widow be enrolled if she is not less than 60 years of age, having been the wife of one husband, and having a reputation for good works. If she has brought up children, has shown hospitality, has washed the feet of the saints, has cared for the afflicted, and has devoted herself to every good work, but refuse to enroll younger widows, for when their passions draw them away from Christ, they desire to marry and so incur condemnation for having abandoned their former faith. Besides that, they learn to be idlers going about from house to house, and not only idlers, but also gossips and busybodies saying what they should not. So I would have younger widows marry, bear children, manage their households, and give the adversary no occasion for slander, for some have already strayed after Satan. If any believing woman has relatives who are widows, let her care for them, let the church not be burdened so that it may care for those who are truly widows. So there's no teaching here that widows should give money to test God and he will open the, win- the windows of heaven and bless her financially. Family should care for widows or the church. It's very plain.
1: Absolutely. And our Psalm of the day comes from Psalm chapter 31, verse 17, and it reads, O Lord, let me not be put to shame, for I call upon you. Let the wicked be put to shame. Let them go silently to Sheol.
0: Our proverb of the day comes from chapter 29, verse 3. He who loves wisdom makes his father glad, but a companion of prostitutes squanders his wealth.
1: You know, I'm praying for you from Psalm 145. May the Lord show you he is gracious and merciful,